Show with Jay Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Better bring me a mirror. And it's hump day. Happy hump day. <gasps> Happy it's, wait, hump day. It's officially November, isn't it? Oh, yeah. it is. Oh, yes. So it's you moved. Wait, I moved. Nora Yay. moved. How, how was your first Halloween? Um, it's like your first you Christmas. Know, I should have got you a first Halloween yeah, ornament. Yeah, this is our should've. first Halloween. I, first Halloween <laughs> in and, the house. And I'm telling you right now, I was like really upset because you didn't give me my first Halloween. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's okay. okay. We'll let that slide. Yeah, like you really but thought it about was, it. It was, it was good. I, I bought candy at the last minute because I hate Halloween. But, you know, I didn't want the kids to, like, come starve. to the house. and Yes, yeah, yeah. those poor kids. So I bought I bought candy, and uh-huh. then, you know, I got home with the candy, and then I was like, oh, uh, we don't have a light outside right now. Are so, you serious? Oh, no. Nobody came. Uh, so I have a cookie jar full of candy Why didn't right you bring now. it? Because huh. I'm going to eat yeah, it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could eat it. But, okay, you know. so are you settled and moved and I'm settled. all the, this new beautiful yeah, furniture the and first, appliances? Oh, I got to tell you this real oh. quick. The first night, no, the second night, we, I heard this creak, creaking, right, like in the afternoon. Oh. And I was like, what is that? And then it, it was like in my closet. It sounded like something was in the wall, like a squirrel or oh, something. Oh, great. And I'm like, oh, it's a woodpecker because it was like, peep, you know, like a woodpecker. <laughs> so, <laughs> You opened the door and it was Terry in there? No. It was my closet door. Like, I can't close it all the way because it, like, sh- like shakes or something. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's weird. Oh, well, at God. least it wasn't. So funny. Thank uh, God. Because I was running. I was going to. I'm telling you, we don't wait around to find out what it is. No. We, we leave. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really. Up for sale. That's Put right. the house up. That's right. That's so funny. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. That's Thank fantastic. You. So the Thanks. moving went okay, though. It, it went and, good. Yeah. I feel like a truck hit me, but it went good. Oh, I bet. But you look fantastic, though. Thank I mean, you. You look Thanks. all, Thanks. you know, you relaxed. And, Thank you. Yeah. So, so we had uh, some fun Halloween stuff yesterday. We did. At the pizzeria. Yeah. We had a good, yeah. good night. Lots of kids. Yeah. yeah. Great costumes. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not it, was a, it was a, a, a little... Um, quieter than normal. Yeah, I thought. Really? You know? Yeah. Do you think it was because it was cold? But that's no. You said you, that though. No. Yeah. You no, said always. you said it doesn't matter what the weather's gonna be like. It'll that's snow true. on Halloween. And yep. you were right. I woke up I in the morning. Like, I was like, oh, there she was. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be right all the time. Yeah. But I, you know, yeah, yeah, it try just not happens. to be right all the time, will you? <laughs> uh, but no, it was good. It was fun. So I I thought you know with Halloween and uh, just the kids, it's kind of their holiday. I found this article. And it was um, child, or parents that share notes from their children that come across crueler than they intended. <laughs> and so it's just these funny notes that these little kids leave their parents or like teachers. And one, um, one kid left a note for his parents. He said, good morning. I see my assassins have failed. <laughs> wow. And then another one is from a mom to a kid. And then the, the kid writes back on the little note and it says, dear Jillian, have a great day. Love mom. And then on the bottom it says, I will not. <laughs> That's, that's like a note I got from you, Rocky. Just last week. <laughs> yeah, and then I could read some of those notes. This yeah. other one says to his mom, "Thank you, mom, for making me food so I don't die." <laughs> and then wow. this one was one of my. Um, and it's this is like a teacher, one a student to a teacher, like a little kid, and it says, "Dear Mrs. Smith, you're a good teacher, but not my most favorite." <laughs> 
I was just doing just brutally honest. So no, funny. Brutal. Yeah. no sugar coating. No, nope, huh? not at all. Yeah, yeah. They were so. Some of these are just hilarious. Where is yeah. that? Uh, oh, it's on the on my favorite, the Daily Mail. Oh yeah. Oh, so okay. yeah, I get my all my funny articles from that. But yeah, yeah. they were just some of them are just hilarious. But those that, are funny. And, and then the Halloween uh, candy oh, stuff on my, what what Jimmy show, Kimmel does yeah, that oh my yeah. gosh oh yeah gosh. I ate my kids candy the <laughs> yeah. first year he did that it was the best he's yeah. done it every year yeah since, the first year was the best it was the best it was, it was. <laughs> I'll never forget though when Rocky was little I mean I think you were like two or three and you actually climbed up on a kitchen counter <laughs> and took your candy and ate it when we got up yeah. we were asking you if you ate candy you had chocolate all over <laughs> your face and you just sat there deny 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 <laughs> I had good I had good, I had good teachers. <laughs> My kids did the same thing. Did they? It's the same thing. Yeah, well, the same thing. It's, it's, okay. a, it's one of her um, character traits that she's carried through with her when she was a teenager. What yeah. were you doing? Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm not, you're, I think you're mistaking me for Olivia. Uh, uh, no, I you, literally was doing nothing. <laughs> I was lying saying I had plans and was going out. I was like, I have tons that, of friends. That's true. I did mistake me <laughs> for Olivia. Yeah. Anyway, so good. Well, welcome back, guys. So welcome to November. This month is gonna yeah. be my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Thank yes. God. Yeah, Thanksgiving but, is um, my favorite. Anyway, too. we'll we'll catch up on all that good stuff next week. Um, because we have somebody very special on the line. Yes. Yes, I think from Jersey, but we're gonna get on to our segment before we introduce her. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who have a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Fear is not in today's guest vocabulary. However, authenticity is. In addition to owning Heart Songs labels, this Wonder Woman entrepreneur took a leap of faith and purchased the Dallas-based label victory music buzz jill pavel's mission is finding the brightest stars in music and letting the world know about them along with two record labels she also co-owns music update central an independent online music magazine offering indie artists promotions reviews and much more additionally she produces and hosts project lips a radio and internet music variety show from nashville to jersey and now dallas jill's passion for giving back and helping creative artists pursue their dreams and become it's become her calling Thank you for joining us from New Jersey, Miss Jill Pavel. Hi, Jill. Hey, Jill. Oh, my gosh. What an <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, we're it done really now. We, we, we could have kept all. going. So. <laughs> yeah, we actually could have kept going. You have so much going on. You have it's a lot. unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. So. I do. I was exhausted listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> you need a nap really quick? <laughs> um, so are you calling from Jersey today or where are you? Because I know you. Um, I am in. I am in New Jersey today. I okay. just got back from Nashville, oh. and I won't be in Dallas for a little while. It's so crazy. I like this time of year in the music industry when the holidays are about to hit because it's kind of like an unspoken. This is when everybody kind of takes a deep breath, and you don't do as much running around. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, so first of all, I want to say congratulations on your latest acquisition, um, Victory Music Thank Buzz. Thank you. So tell us about the company. Oh, my God, I'm so excited about this. So, you know, I, I have three record labels. I have a charitable charitable label called Heart Songs for Veterans, and that's a strictly charitable platform. Artists donate songs, and we give the digital proceeds to uh, veteran organizations and or sometimes just veterans. And and it's all done with goodwill, good heart. And and primarily it's a country, uh, country-based label, because when I started this little platform, I, by the way, I didn't even know I was starting a record label. I was just trying to do something nice for veterans and using music. Mm-hmm. Um, Nashville kind of reached out and said, hey, like, we love this. We want to help. So I have a lot of country artists. And then I started Heart Songs Corporation, which was primarily country artists. Um, I did have some pop and uh, so, some indie singer-songwriters, yada, yada. But it was primarily country, and I'm a northern girl. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like waving at you across, you know, Detroit. <laughs> We're waving, back. yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And and my musical tastes are very eclectic. I, I pretty much like almost every genre of music mm-hmm. because I was exposed to so much culturally growing up. I'm so blessed. I remember being a little girl and 
My mom, one minute would be spinning because, spinning, you know, we didn't have all this technology. But there would be a Diana Ross and the Supremes record on, on that was her favorite, on the uh, record player. And then the next minute it was the Beatles. And then it was the Fifth Dimension. I think one of my favorite songs, you guys will love this, was um, The Age of Aquarius. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that Rocky, song. Do you know that song? I know that song. Okay. Yeah. Rocky knows yeah. Yeah, I love, I love that, that song, song, too. Get yeah. all the feels from that. But so... You know, Victor Music Buzz came, um, I was a, a, a former art, artist of mine, got involved with a country group called the Highway Women. And okay. the owner of Victor Music Buzz was the home of the Highway Women. And, you know, he got me involved since my artist became a member of the group and asked me to be a consultant on the project. And I really believed in that project. And, and I, you know, I helped with certain duties. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in June, you know, he approached me and He's not in the music industry. He is a very accomplished man in Dallas. Um, he's in the communications business and, you know, very, uh, he's one of my entrepreneur heroes because I aspire to be like him and as successful as he is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he did this on a kind of a whim and he came to me and he's like, yes, this just isn't working. I'm not, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> he's like, do you want to buy the highway women? And I said, no, thank you. And he said, why? And, and I said, well, you know, honestly, y'all have made kind of a mess of it. I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I said, it just, you know, the brand was just kind of destroyed and it was just like, you know, it, it was just like a bunch of, you know, Old, old-time Britney Spears running around. Nobody knew what they were doing. And I said, so, you know, as a businesswoman, I don't see the value in me purchasing the brand at this juncture because I would literally have to bury it for a couple of years and then bring it back to life. Right. And oh, wow. He then came to, yeah. So, and, and I, listen, I, I have a marketing background, so I think how we present ourselves in the music industry, Rocky, you'll appreciate this. It's so important. You know, mm, every very. time you take a step out into the fresh air, you have to be very cognizant of, you know, you know, how people are viewing you. Like, be yourself, be authentic, but for God's sakes, don't make a fool out of yourself. And right. I felt like the whole project had seen some, they'd gone through two groups and, you know, it just kind of wore out a little bit. Mm. So I had said no initially. Um, anyway, the artist that was involved with the project, I, by the way, guys, I don't filter, so you're going to get, like, unfiltered Jill all the way that's through. That's right. We love it. Yeah. The authentic I, I, Jill. That's what right. we want. Authentic the authentic Jill. Jill fired the artist from oh, my wow. label oh, wow. that was affiliated with the Highway Women. And there, shortly thereafter, Jimmy Parman also sent the girls packing. And, you know, I guess oh. about a month later, I woke up one day to one of those nightmarish mornings. My phone's ringing, text messages. And the artist, I guess, had a delayed reaction to being let go. Oh, so I did it went on a bit of a social media slander tear oh against my me. God. And, and, you know, Jimmy called me up and he said, <laughs> he said to me, he said, how are you doing? It was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm okay. He's like, really? I'm like, well, I mean, come on. I'm angry, but seriously, who's going to take this nitwit seriously? Anyway, she was fired for a reason. I said to anybody with a half a brain and brain cell in their head, they're going to understand that this is a, uh, a public temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm too busy to deal with this kind of nonsense anyway. And he said, okay, so I'm going to make you an offer again. I don't want to sell you the highway women. I want to sell you my whole label because I'm just tired of all of them and they're crazy. Wow. And he said, I honestly believe that you're that person that can show up and take this brand and, and do with it what needs to happen. It needs to be exposed. And I saw it as a great opportunity circling back to – now I can, I, this was something I wanted to do anyway, ladies. I really wanted to separate the genres of music with the artists that I was working on. I wanted to keep country music on a country label, and I wanted to dive head first, knee first, feet first into indie. You know, indie rock, mm-hmm. I want to go pop. I do. We do hip hop, you know, and I'm just so excited. And, and you know, it's, it's like I feel like I have, life breathing back into me and i love my country label i love all my artists at heart songs they're going to continue to get all the love but i'm, I'm viewing heart songs at this juncture as really more of a development platform for country artists mm-hmm. whereas victory music buzz I'm, I'm i'm taking those brave steps i think to be successful you have to keep taking bigger steps you you can't just take two steps and stand there you just got to keep going for it 
you know, well, and, and let you me, know, so Victory Music Buzz for me is like that next level of artistry. Not to say that I wouldn't put a country artist there, but damn, they're going to have to earn their way onto that label. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, let me ask you something because I, I like what sure. you're saying about how, you know, you have to take the next step and sort of get out of your comfortable zone mm-hmm. and, and learn to be comfortable. Be un- learn to be uncomfortable, really. Um, mm-hmm. But you have a great backstory about how you actually started out in the music industry. <laughs> and so, can you, a, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. It's crazy. Okay, so the love of my life, Jackie. I know you're going to just. I know you agree with me. Is my 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 child? Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. have one, and his name is Corey, and his name is Corey Singer, and that's actually his. his his birth name, I when I divorced, I took my maiden name back. Wow. So I gave birth to Corey Singer. And, and uh, you know, he found himself in the music. He grew up on the musical theater stage. You know, we're blessed to, you know, be so close to New York City and very, very accomplished. Um, he was nominated for a Perry Award. Oh. God, I think he was like 14 years old. Perry Award is New Jersey's version of the Tony Award. Wow. Um, wow. He did professional productions. He was blessed to be able to, in 2013, he was nominated for a Broadway World Award for uh, Best Vocalist. He was up against Liza Minnelli. Wow. I mean, that's badass. But it was. It was just so cool. And, you know, so accomplished. But I, I'm friends with uh, one of the Atlanta housewives, Phaedra, and I had done a, a charity event down in Atlanta. and. I needed a road trip partner with me, so I brought Corey. He did the 17-hour road trek with me down to Atlanta, and Phaedra came out to do, uh, well, she basically came out to help me because I needed press there to have a successful event. And I asked Corey to sing the national anthem for the event, and she came up to me. She's like, oh, my God, that kid can sing. And I said, well, I told you you could sing. She goes, I remember this. She smacked me. She's like, no, but he can really sing. And I said, wow. okay. I didn't know there were different levels of he can sing. <laughs> <laughs> she she was, a, you know, at the time, her and Candy Burris yeah, um, yeah. were very good friends. Yep, Candy yeah. was just about to go into production for a TV show called The Candy Factory. Yeah, yeah I remember was a, that. Remember it? Mm-hmm. And also, anyway. She said, Corey should audition. And he did. He went through like nine months of auditions. Wow. And he got on the show. And, you know, I'm sorry, Candy. I, again, authentic. Your show is okay. I mean, it was really poorly produced. And, you know, but Corey, Corey went through the process. And he ended up winning his segment. And, you know, he was exposed that night to two million people. Oh, that was wow. the fun. He had a great experience. You know, he came home from that from that adventure and, and said, you know, this is what I need to do. He found yet his next calling. He'd already knew he could sing, but he was classically trained musical theater. So, you know, we had a viewing party. I think it was like six months later and all these industry people came. I didn't even know who they were. I was like, who are these people and why are they here? And I got handed lots of business cards and one of the cards said A&R and this will show you how green I was. I kept thinking in my head, why would somebody hand me an accounts receivable? <laughs> like, do they want it? Like, I don't know oh what A&R was. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, oh my God, I love Isn't that. Isn't that great? That's, that's, great great. that's a wonderful story. <laughs> yeah. No, I was clueless. And then I went home and Googled it. And there was, like, if you try to Google A&R, there's almost, like, no, like, legitimate definition for A&R mm-hmm. anywhere on Google. So... I was lost, and I did what you're supposed to do. He got offered a whole bunch of contracts, got an attorney, and, you know, like a month later, you know, I went back to sit down with the attorney and my son. He was still a minor at the time. He was a senior in high school, and, you know, the attorney pushed the contracts across the table at me, and he said, listen, here's the deal. You cannot have your son sign these contracts, and you can't sign them from either because they're awful. Mm. He will be these people's B-I-T-C-H for the next 15 years, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And what I did, you know, uh, oh, and, and he said to me, Here, here's the deal. You work for yourself. At the time, I owned a, 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 a business. And he said, I, I implore you, because he's so talented, he deserves a chance to get involved in the music industry. Go take an apprenticeship. I'll help you. Mm, you know, oh, wow. and I went and did that on my own. Mm-hmm. I went to Philadelphia um, to, to one of the people that offered me a contract, um, very well known in the music industry. His name is Kevin Glickman. Um, he was part of the original Rough 
uh, Rough Nation team with Chris Schwartz, and, you know, they kind of raised up hip-hop in Philly. And I went to Kevin, and I said, well, here's the deal, Kevin. Thank you so much for offering the distro contract and management. Your management contract is terrible. Sorry, I won't let my kids sign it. But we'll do distribution. And But why would I do distribution? You guys don't even have, like, a website. Like, how do you market your artists in your catalog? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I've been looking for the right person. And I literally threw my hand up in the air like I was Arnold Horshack. And I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh-huh. And I threw my... That's how I, that was my entrance into the music industry. Wow. So Talk about being at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, yeah. listen, it was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, beat her. I went there. That was why I drove an hour and a half to Kevin's office. Mm-hmm. I was going to find a way to walk out having some sort of connection with him, okay. you know, because I liked the guy a lot. I really, I mm-hmm. dug him. I looked up to him. I mean, you just sit in his office and you're kind of wowed by the gold and platinum albums, the Fugees and Rick Ross and Eminem and, you know, and you're like, whoa, you know, so you know that you're sitting with somebody who gets the business and he was awesome to me. Um, He was awesome and he was also a little scary because I had had no training. Um, You know, what what, what do you want me to do? And, well, you're going to do submissions. And I literally had to go on the computer and figure out how to put in digital submissions. And, you know, when you are motivated... Right. And driven by something that you love, like your child. And at that time, that was my focus. Like, I need to learn as much as I can. How am I going to protect Corey if I don't? While I was working for Kevin is, you know, I started taking up contractual jobs with artists. You know, people mm. I started meeting people and, hey, can you build me a website? And, hey, can you help me with marketing? And it just kind of happened organically, lately. Wow. I just wow. kind of had the knack. And within nine months, Kevin made an announcement that I was vice president of his company and 10 months wow. I left the company. Wow. <laughs> wow. Said, because, well, I wasn't, listen, I wasn't getting paid my value. So mm-hmm. my thought process was, well, I, if, if I'm going to do this and I love doing this, I'm going to do it for myself. For and yourself. right back to that, that whole bravery thing and, and having to, to take risky, take risky steps. And, and you know, when I first, but yeah, where did that come from? Uh-huh. Though that bravery, like I, I know that you, um, you used I'm to a single mom. Okay, I'm a single mom. Well, see, that's and even I, scarier. I think to take yeah. that kind of a leap yeah. of faith. I'm a, I'm a single mom. I'm a survivor. Um, that's it's a huge part of my personality. You know, raising a child by yourself, um, not by choice, on your own. I mean, completely alone. My family lives doesn't live anywhere near New Jersey, so to to just to be a single mom and raise a child, you know, and, and, you know, it, it, you go into survival mode. You also become extremely resourceful. Mm. And, and, you know, if, if I, the biggest accomplishment in my life um, was, and this is just me personally, and you'll, I guess, I think you'll understand where the drive comes from. I did get back together with my ex-husband. We didn't remarry, but when my son was about, uh, he was in. He was in the fourth grade. I, I left him for good. I didn't have to go through the divorce this time. We tried. We tried again. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. And you know, I had moved a lot with my son. It seemed like every year he was in a different school, and I, it was so unfair to him to have to. He, he wasn't establishing a social connection because we kept moving him because of the troubles and trials and tribulations of the marriage, and of course you know, things that, you know, demons that my ex-husband was dealing with. So when I moved to where we live now, I I got on my knees and I prayed to God, like, please, no, like, I was so scared to do it on my own. You know, it's a scary, it's a scary endeavor to know that you're making a decision to handle the raising of your child on your own. Right. And all I wanted was, please, all I want, God, is to be able to get my son through this school district where we're moving all the way through high school, and I accomplished that. I was able to to keep my son in school and see him through his high school graduation. To me, that to be able to do something like that, it was extraordinary. So if I can do that, I can do anything. Wow! You know, living in, yeah, yeah, I guess it's all putting it in perspective, yeah, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I live in New Jersey. I, you know, it's like one of the hardest places fiscally to live right now you know it's it, well everybody everywhere now it's we're, we're from detroit right. remember yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had it pretty rough uh-huh. not too long ago um well, yeah so with the with the company how do you decide who you're going to work with 
from an art artistic from yes. an artist standpoint. Yeah, from an artist standpoint. Well, you know, in the beginning, keeping it real, I would anybody who wanted to work with me, I was like, Praise the Lord. <laughs> 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 come, come, yeah. I thought everybody was great when I first got in the industry because I, I was a, I was nobody. So if you know jo- Joey B, I can't sing a single note came to me. I'm like, We're gonna make you a star you know? <laughs> That that you was know. my that was my question too. How do you when you you have someone that really think they have the talent and, and they don't, mm-hmm. you know, how do you like oh, maneuver I'm so through that? Honest. Yeah, I, I, I can hear that. Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was just gonna say Simon Cowell. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing. Everybody has talent. And I think, you know, listen, I've had people come to me that don't have a stitch of talent, but my, you know, my Heart Songs label is comprised of different types of entertainers. There are some people that have the vocal, um, they, they have the business, like this, this is a business. And you, you have, listen, the, the bottom line is, you know, you are viewed as an artist as, um, can you make money for me or not? Nobody's in this business. This is our job right. to have kumbaya every day right. and sit by the fire. You want to make so, money. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have to pay our bills, right? Right. And that, that trickles down to the major labels, too. The bottom line is, is all these major labels, they care about one thing. Are you going to give me an ROI on my investment in you if I sign you to my label? Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Bottom line. End of story. Yeah. Right. And and it that trickles down. If you're if you're running an indie label, you have to have that same mentality. Right. And so initially, I would pretty much work with anybody because I was I had stars in my eyes. I thought everybody was fabulous. <laughs> you know. So now I have experience. I've I've been in this industry for four and a half years, and I've grown a lot in the industry and I, I I know the one thing that I have I think my biggest skill set is I have a great ear so I can recognize mm-hmm. good talent mm-hmm. but I do work with some artists that are not associated with my labels because they have the best voice some of them don't have great voices but what do I see in them yeah they're a good songwriter okay. I can help them get a pub deal yeah so what's more, what's more important, do you think, talent or uh, determination? Uh, character. Character. How's that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Character. Why? Because mm-hmm. you can have great talent and you can have a determination, but if you don't have good character, then you have no place in my world. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it in the music industry. Because Def- the bottom line is you, Define good character. Right? Um, well, I think, I think I'm going to talk about men and women as a whole, I think it's important to know that if you become a public figure, whether it's regionally, locally, or nationally, that you are now in it. Now you are putting yourself in a position of, in, uh, of being an influence on people, younger people. Mm-hmm. So I always look at the artists like, are they going to be a good influence or are they going to be like that bad person, that bad boy, bad girl image? I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with women taking their clothes off and using sex as a vehicle to sell themselves in the music industry. And, and can you, know, you, can you see that? It, if you, can you, I'm sorry, me? can you see that right away? Or do you, you kind of, you kind of. No, sometimes I can't. Yeah. No, sometimes I can't. I'm human. Mm-hmm. I'm human. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, listen, I'll, I'll be straight up with you. The artist I spoke about earlier that I let go was a female and she was let go because of conduct. Mm. And, and, you know, it's not just about the reflection on you. You know, this is a company. So how we all behave is a direct reflection upon each other. I work very much in a team mentality. I alone cannot, cannot break an artist mm. or take an artist to that next goal that they're trying to achieve. I would be such an arrogant person to sit here and talk to you and say that to you. I have help. I have people that support me, and I have other people in the industry that help me. And sometimes I have people that I pay to help me. That's just that simple. But, (laughs) you know, I want to be surrounded with people who really have good intention. And also, here's something interesting. I don't want to work with somebody who wants to be famous. I want to work. Now, there's no no shame in wanting to, quote, make it and, and find a larger audience for yourself. But I've come across artists that they're in this for the wrong reason. They're in the music industry because they want attention. They want, they, they, want, they want the attention on them. They want to be famous. And yet they don't write music or focus on honing their skills. We, mm-hmm. we all need to hone our skills and right. whatever and we're every, working and on. And everything, in, in, you're right. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had artists come to me where I've seen great potential and I'll say, listen, you, you sing off pitch, let's get you a vocal coach. And then they go one or two times and they stop going. Well, how bad do you really want it? Right. Well, you know, so, that's, yeah. so sometimes you don't see right away that there could be issues and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. So where I've come to now, though, <laughs> where I've grown in my role in the industry is Gosh darn, I do everything feasible to, I hate to use the word because it just sounds so corporate-like, and I'm, and I'm not that person, but I vet the artist as much as possible. Yeah. I don't just jump into signing contracts with people. I get okay. to know these artists. What's your process? Oh, mm-hmm. good question. Um, yeah. To get to know the artist and, and to make a decision on signing Yeah, them. like if somebody submits their music to you, like where does it take us? Walk us through that. How does the that steps, work? The steps, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. This is, a, this is a tough question. It's not always the same process. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's conversation. There's getting to know each other. I'm a big talker, obviously. Um, I've had to learn to listen and listen to the artists when they're talking to me. Um, sometimes I'll work with an artist and do things with them just to see how they get along with other people as well. So Mm -hmm. for instance, there's a kid in Canada that I'm working to sign right now. I really want him on my label and very important to know how he is in co-writing situations. So I had him co-write with somebody and which was great. They came up with a great song, but it was also, I wanted feedback from the co-writer. You know, how is this person in a co-writing situation? So I will sometimes, put them through rigors that they don't even know they're being put through (laughs) and, and, you know, getting to know them as an artist, you know, and I I think it's important to get to know the person. I think it's really like, God, it's so hard because that determination that you bring up, you have to have the drive. You have to really want this and put time in. You have to, you have to put time into your social media. Social media is everything right now in the music industry, unless you've got a lot of money. Right. It's everything. It's everything. my least favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're racking, They're all staring at me right yeah. now. <laughs> it's too much. You're right. Right. look at me. Racking, we're, we're all right. just staring at her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure. So, I want to know if there's an anti. She would say the I want to know if there's an anti-social media. Yeah. For, for the introverts <laughs> that we can. Well, well I think so we don't have to share it. Say, Rocky, you bring up a great point. So here's what I would say to an artist. If you were my artist. Okay, you hate doing the social media? Well, then pony up, child, hand over some money, and let's go find somebody to run that social media. There you go. There we go. Pony there's, up. There's pony always up. a solution. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you're not alone. A lot yeah. of my artists don't like to do the social media. They like Snapchat, but yeah. they don't like – and, and I think that's just experience and time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, I'm going to talk to you directly to get you inside my head a little bit. The younger artists don't think Facebook is relevant. They think Instagram's more relevant, correct? I'm, I'm an Instagram. Yeah, I, I prefer Instagram okay. to anything. So, right, and it's it's easy, it's fun. You snap a picture, boom, you're up on Instagram. You throw up your hashtag, yeah. and I get it. I just I've become slightly addicted to Instagram. I'm loving it right now, <laughs> and I also know that it's a necessary evil of the industry. And I see, I use the word evil because I feel your pain, child. But <laughs> Facebook, the Facebook demographic are people that the young generation refer to us, sorry, ladies, but we're old, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're over 35, you're old now. Mm -hmm. The old people are on Facebook. Facebook's not cool. But think about it from a business perspective. Yeah. Who's who's made it in life? Who has more money in life? Well, people over the age of 35 (laughs) have more income in their pockets. And Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the business people are. You know, they still go to Facebook. They're still advertising on Facebook. Um, They go a lot. A lot of business people, including large companies, they don't engage in Instagram. You know, Mm -hmm. they they hire people to do it, but they're still like 40, 50, 60. They still log into Facebook like the rest of us on their lunch hour, whenever they get a minute. It's it's a life addiction for all of us, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's so important. So to answer and as a generality, Jackie, you know, A, I get to know the artist really well. I also need for them to get to know me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm multifaceted as well. I'm the sweetest lady in the world, but, you know, I, I also want them to understand that this is a business. Right. You know, and... Right. You know, we all have to work together. So you have to kind of figure out if you have chemistry or not. So in, mm-hmm. in essence, 
I never said this out loud before. You kind of have to date a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah right. there's a courtship that happens. Right. Yeah. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, because I'm a believer. If something sounds too good to be true, then it, it is, is too good to be true. Yeah. Right. Um, me too. I'm the level believer. of expectation of me from artists is very, very high. And it's very unreasonable on many days. I am, I am you know, we're, we're a small indie label. I'm proud of the work we do, but... It's so interesting from my perspective to see sometimes what happens. You'll get these. I've worked with artists that have never seen a parking meter before, right? And then you, <laughs> you, you get them just a little bit of success. Like they, they get a big radio program or maybe they get to work with somebody really cool in the industry. And, they get a, and all of a sudden, there's this expectation that this is going to happen all the time. Right. Development mm. is development. It takes time to, to, so to hone your craft. Too. So. I really have started leaning more towards working with artists where I noticed that developing their songs, music is super important to them, you know, and, and that authenticity, I look for people who are real. I'm going to share if I haven't, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. So my son has a very different, unique voice. Like, nope, you'll never hear anybody that sounds like him. Very distinct, you know, like when you hear a couple notes, yeah, you know that that's Corey, right? Right. When he first came into the industry and decided that he wanted to take that kind of go into the rock direction. Oh my God, everything sounded like this, and I'm going to sing like this and play my guitar. <laughs> you know, and it took him, you know, three and a half years to really vocally find, find his center vocally so his new single like goodbye felicia goes like goodbye felicia let me tell you guys three years ago it would have been like goodbye felicia <laughs> you know and and it would have been disastrous it would have been like yo what is josh groban doing singing a pop song like that that's what it would have sounded like i had the same issues coming out of a classical background into rock <laughs> yeah yeah I oh girl true. you got no issues can i just stop for a second you completely floored me at cmsf <laughs> Oh Thank my you. God! I was like fangirling. I was in the front, going, "No more!" Rocky got, got the only encore. We show, listen Aww, to this. We showcased so fifty-two artists in four days. Wow. And big shout out to Missy and Tommy at Center Stage Magazine, our yeah, partners. Yes, they, like we were a team. We all worked together. So fifty-two artists. Rocky, you were the only person who got it encore. Aww, like wow. so encore. Yeah. Now, Corey, so Corey did a couple sets. We needed him to fill in sometimes when artists relate, and he's got this one song called "Lipstick Lesbian," which I was horrified <laughs> that he chose CMA to showcase this song. But because she was because all the they were all drunk, they loved it, and like he was throwing five dollar awesome. bills at him, asking him to sing it again. That's awesome. That is great. So, oh <laughs> but yeah, you, you were incredible. Oh, you were thank absolutely you. incredible. And oh, wow. thank you. So, we had so much fun. See, yeah, and CMA Fest, right? Nobody expected Rocky, who is just anything but country, and that's kind of my MO, is to be so authentic. I, I try not to do what other people are doing. Right. You have yeah. to think outside of the box and be creative. So even business decisions that I make are sometimes so, like, like ninja stealth-like. Like, they don't see me coming because you're all following that path because you've been told that's what you're supposed to do. And while y'all are over there doing that, I'm over here figuring something else out. I might not be figuring it out in the time that you think you want me to, but I, I'm very creative. And so in a weird way, I'm kind of an artist myself with my own business. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. it's, it's, you have to be, you have to be There's an outside of the box thinker. And there. I don't want to work with artists. You know, when I first started and I worked for Kevin, one of my jobs was to listen to country music EPKs. Hmm. I literally would like, like an hour into my day, because I would dedicate like two, three hours. This was me. You ready? <laughs> like, if I heard one more Taylor Swift wannabe, like every other EPK was somebody trying to sound like Taylor Swift or somebody trying to sound like Brantley Gilbert in country music. And the people that have always stood out to me are people that are so authentically different because they're doing them. They're doing you. Yeah. yeah. So 
you know, to talk about Victory Music Buzz and why I'm so excited, I've been able to put together a label of artists that truly are going to stand out. And, and they're going to stand out because they don't sound like somebody else, because they're, they're being brave in their own right and creating their own sounds. And Corey was the person who taught me this. We have a very wow. mother-son relationship, but when it comes to business, you know, I'm Jill. And, and uh, you know, he came to me. Everybody wanted to work with him after the show. All the producers stepped up, and he got all these offerings. And a lot wow. of producers wanted to work with him because of, he had gained some notoriety, of course, and because he's got a great voice. And they wouldn't charge me. We just want to have our name attached because we know this kid's going to be famous someday. Wow. Okay, well, that's cool and flattering. It's also really cheap, so let's do it. You know, <laughs> either, either his songs would come out sounding like The Love Boat and, you know, like really just like they wanted to work with him, but because his vocal styling was just so dramatic with that love oh, vibrato he did, they really didn't know what to do or... Corey would get into a production, I'm sure you went through this, Rocky, where, you know, they start saying, why don't you try singing like so-and-so? Sing yeah. that line like, like Adam Levine would, or sing that yeah. line like, you know, Neil mm-hmm. Young would. And I remember one day we got, a, we got a track back from a producer. We were so excited, and it was just another one that went in the can. It was just wow. no good. Mm. Yeah. And he looked at me, and he's like, I've had enough. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? He goes... Every time I go into production, I have it. I have somebody telling me that I need to sound like they want to work with me because they think I'm so good, but then they want me to sound like somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he said, here's the deal. I don't care if I have an audience with one person. He goes, I'm going to be me. And he, and he looks at me and goes, who the hell ever made it in this business trying to be like somebody else? Yeah. He goes, did Kurt Cobain? Mm-hmm. Did Bob Dylan? Mm-hmm. Did Lady Gaga? And it was like being, I, I, this light bulb went off in my head, like, wow, he's so right. Like, you have to be authentic. You have to be you and do you. Mm-hmm. And, wow. you know, I think you have to commit to that process as an artist. And as somebody in the industry, I have to commit to it as well. I have an obligation to allow my artists to be who they are. My job is to help them be the best they can be. Um, when we go into the studio... You know, I might throw a suggestion out here or there, but that's not my lane. I am not Mm -hmm. a producer. I am not an engineer, Mm -hmm. period. I hire the best people to work with my artists to do that. You know, marketing, well, yeah, I'm going to have a say because I'm just, I'm really good at marketing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and networking. But, you know, you have to stay in your lane, but you really, we have to embrace the artist and, and help them really find their own artistry. And not have them become somebody you're not. You know, I'm working with a young lady right now. You'll see her on the development tab of Victory Music Buzz. Oh, my gosh. I How did I find her? She's never been in the music business before. Wow. And a friend of a friend put uh, sent me a video through Facebook. She was just kind of singing on her ukulele. And I went, <gasps> like, literally sucked my breath in. Because it was like, oh, my God. God, she's got a cool, really cool voice and, you know, reached out. Have you ever thought of being in the industry? And then, of course, like two months later, she signed with me. And it's challenging Mm. because she has the gift and and now she's in development. Now she's writing songs and, you know, it's it's been about nine months and she sent me a song that she co-wrote. She did a work tape a couple weeks ago. I literally sat at my desk and started crying because wow. she's starting to find out who she is as an artist. Wow. She's starting to figure it out through the process of development and through working with other people and finding new experiences for herself. And I just sat there and I was so excited for her because, you know, she's evolving into who she's supposed to be, much like if you listen to Corey, he doesn't sound all vibrato out anymore. He's got his sound now. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I think wow. that's so much of it. So my roster right now, holy cow, well, you guys get to listen to one of my new signs. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be playing that pretty soon. What has surprised you the most about the music industry, especially as uh, from the business side of it? Um. Wow, what a good question. I'm going to steal that from you for Project Lit. It's all See, yours. <laughs> I probably stole no, it from somebody else. Really what surprised me the most, I think initially what surprised me the most is a little backstory on myself is I, I can sing. I can still sing. I sing. I have a good voice. 
And I wanted to be a singer when I grew up. I was that kid that listened to Barbara Streisand and, you know, and, and I actually forged a little career path for myself when I graduated high school and I got a gig and, and, and unfortunately, you know, we didn't have the resources we have now. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the internet. Um, I didn't have family support. My mother started helping me with vocal training and then she couldn't afford it. So it was like, I'll just go get a real job. You know, I didn't get that support. And I think that's a lot of what drives me to support other artists as well and to encourage them because I think we need to encourage our children and our youth, especially to chase their passions because that's where they'll find success. Right. If you find a passion, you know, believe me, if Corey, if I didn't think Corey had it as his mom, Right. I would have been like, yeah, let's go to Votech and be a plumber because you'll make some good money doing that. <laughs> right. But, right. Do, but you, do you ever feel like passion? Do you ever I'm feel sorry, like ahead, you, do you ever feel like you want to get back out there and sing something? Never. <laughs> um, no. Well, no, tell no. us that story, though, because I, yeah. I you did tell me the story. Well, so the, the, to answer your first question, like the thing that surprised me most about the industry is even when I came into this industry, you know, with, with greenness as a, as a business person and just trying to figure it out. Um, I think, gosh, I don't know if anybody's ever said this, but it's a really shitty CD business. <laughs> like I, I came in with like fairy tale. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. And, right. and it's, it's a tough business. It really is. You've heard it, you know, you've read about it, you've yeah. watched the process in movies, but until you're actually in the industry, you know, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Mm-hmm. And and just like it's hard for the artist, it's also hard for me, you know, being on, on my side of things. You know, it's you, artists get taken advantage of and there there are a lot of predators out there. Well, guess what? It happens to me too, multiple times. So, you know, you you have to, I think that's the thing that initially surprised me. Well, how um, do you... Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was going to say what surprises me today is that <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> like, you, you know, I, I have a feeling you're going to be here for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, it's, when you're saying, um, you know, that people take advantage of the artist and, and with you. Mm-hmm. How do you, though, as an entrepreneur, because a lot of your success for your company is based on you know, the determination, the discipline, mm-hmm. the passion of the person you're bringing in. So how do you stay refocused and recharge yourself as, you know, the head of the company to keep everybody else going? Because, you you, you know, they deal with the rejections and the low points. And I don't know, I find that creative people seem to have real, really, they, they go from the highs to the very lows. Like there's no in between. I just keep it real. I don't sugarcoat crap. First of all, like, I, and, and I love her to pieces. She's one of my people, but one of my artists a couple weeks ago went to a gig. And by the way, it was a nice paying gig. It was, it was a good gig for her and her band. And she was very upset because when she got to the venue, it was empty. And she mm. was like texting me and whining. I hope she listens to this, by the way. And she was <laughs> whining. Mm-hmm. And she was whining because there's nobody here. We drove 45 minutes and blah, 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 blah. And as she was typing, I was getting like so aggravated because what was going through my head. And by the way, I was sitting in a venue with another artist who was in the same predicament, who at that moment was so excited, couldn't wait to get on stage mm-hmm. and perform for like the seven people that were there. Right. Good attitude, right? Right. So as I'm sitting there, I'm getting really aggravated because I'm like, well, how, first of all, how ungrateful. They're still going to pay her like a good sum of money. And right. what a great opportunity to take advantage of the acoustics and have one of the best practices you and your band. Right, <laughs> right, oh, right. Yeah. Like, you get paid you for it. Who cares if there's right. one person there? You right. show up for that person. If Miss Molly's preschool wants one of my artists to show up and sing some songs, you say yes. And, mm-hmm. right. you know, here are the artists that I work with. Some of my artists, they still go to uh, open mics. If they don't have something to do and they got that itch, they need to get out there and do something that night. They'll go to an open mic mm, and I right. train them. So you go to the open mic. Good. Try out some new material. Just go have fun. Be an artist and take pictures and go home and send them to me. And we're going to rock star you out on social media. <laughs> right. Oh, look right. at where I was tonight singing. Right. I mean, you have to seize every opportunity. It's ups and downs. Every business is. So when it comes to my artists, how do I keep them motivated? 
it's not my job to keep them motivated. That's the whole point. You have to know coming into this that there is work involved. That just right. because you're a good singer or that you're good looking and a good singer or you're good looking, good singer and you can write, that does not make you entitled to be a full time touring artist. Mm-hmm. There is there there you're in a competitive field. So, right. you know, I love the artists that, that think, oh, I'm going to stop working now and, and work on my career. Why are you stopping working? <laughs> what, are you better than the rest of us? <laughs> I mean, up until last year, oh I was God. still developing websites <laughs> on the side. It took yeah. me like four years to get to that juncture where I was earning enough money that I didn't have to do side work. And I don't feel like bad about that. It makes right. me feel proud. Do like, you, is it e- doesn't work? You're right. Is it is it easy to teach um, artist, that philosophy of, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. no. Okay. No. And that's what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm learning. So here's my growth as, as where I am at the industry. I, I'm going to be probably on my headstone. It's going to say, you know, um, (laughs) obsessive mother, great friend, um, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and, and, and the, the queen of firing artists. Because oh. I've reached a juncture now where I won't put up with that BS. Like you're either, and that, you know, I pretty much determined that from the start. I am so nice and fun to work with, but work is work. Right. And mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't need to tell you 50 times that mm-hmm. you need to get on your social media five times a week. <laughs> if I have to continuously tell you that, you I'm sorry. We're, we're laughing at Rocky because again. like Rocky's climbing yeah. under the table right now, just so you know. If you don't hear sorry, from her, she's still here, but <laughs> you know, she's under the table. Here's the thing, and this is how I keep myself in check. This is my company. This is my job. See, when I first came into it, I really count out to the artists. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel very honored that artists trust me yep. with their work. But I count out. I, I, be, I became abused by my artists because I felt like I hadn't er- quite earned my place yet. Yeah. And you know, at some juncture, after you get burned enough, and mm, you know, right. you finally have you, you got to stand up on your you pull your big girl panties up and yeah. you know, right. like Rick, my my my. So I got to throw a shout out to Rick Lawrence, who is my vice president, who. He's my person. And, you know, he, he'll tell me, stop it. Be a lion. You know, roar. Mm-hmm. And boom, that puts me right back where I need to be. I'm not here to, to, to make life better for the artist. I want to work with artists who are as willing to work as hard as I am. Right, and let yeah. me tell you something. They're very few and far out there. Right. But that's what sets apart who's going to succeed and who's not. I don't want to hear you whining about, Oh my God, I had to work three jobs this week and go work out and go <laughs> practice my music. Wah, wah, wah. You're what, 20 yeah. years old? I'm 50 year, 51 years old and I haven't gotten to bed earlier than two o'clock in the morning this week because I've been working for you. Right. Zip it, shut it, or bye bye. Well, Jill, yeah. Jill, do you, do you feel like, um, you, you, this, confidence and everything do you feel like it came with age or just from the time that you've been in the business or a little bit of both oh well I think both I don't think Mm -hmm. I would have gone into this business if I didn't have some sort of confidence whether I recognized it or not okay I think I I mean but has my confidence grown since I've been in this business, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah. Because like I just said, <laughs> I'm self-admitting telling you that I've put myself in situations with artists where I've allowed them to demean me and talk mm-hmm, down to mm-hmm, me and mm-hmm. get mad at me. And hell no, you, you either are going to be a boss and own yourself and be mm-hmm. the boss or not. Or not and yeah. I'm not, okay. this is my life. This is what I do for a living. And I am passionate, as passionate as an artist is about that song that they're writing. Yeah. I can promise you there is not any artist I've met yet that's as passionate about their song as I am about building my music career. And okay. I make no apologies for that. Right. What drives me, I, I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So, and that's you should amazing. make, you, you don't yeah. need to make apologies. No, that's you, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so where, what's, what can we look forward to in the future with the company? Like what, what's next for you? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I God, you know, I mean, the, the the music that's coming out, we're starting to, you know, really put some videos out. The talent that I'm working with is is, is top notch right now. You guys are going to get to listen to the Brothers Footman um, 
I just signed them. They're they're four brothers from Indianapolis, oh. and I I promise you, when I got their signed contract back, I like. I, I sort of cried like happy and like relief. I was like, oh, oh my God, please have they signed with me. Because, you know, you just know greatness when you hear mm-hmm. it. And we went through the process of getting to know each other for a while. And actually, my A&R person, Rick, found them. And he is not accounts receivable. <laughs> right, I was going to say, you're accounts receivable. <laughs> but, you know, you know there's, some, there's a uniqueness to them. And, and they work really hard. I mean, Sunday morning, they woke me up to a text message. Sunday, it, you know, day of rest, right? And I wake up to a text message. Hey, Miss Jill, you'll have some pictures and video later. We're, we're heading out to start working on our next video. That's you know, great. The, the caliber of the yeah. artists that I choose to work with today, mm-hmm. like I said, there's just an underlying. They have got to want it as much as I do. Right. They have to have the talent. Um, they also have to be willing to grow because we all have to continue growing. I've said it my whole life that if you get to a juncture where you feel that you've figured something out in this life, that's when you begin to fail. Right. I don't have this thing figured out, this thing called life. You know, mm-hmm. I make mistakes just like everybody else. I fall on my face sometimes. But how you choose to address that mistake is truly what defines you as a human being. Do you rise to the occasion and stand up and pull your bootstraps up and just move it forward? You know, I'm going to get real, real rocky. I think you're going to crack up when I tell the story. So this is just me being ballsy. This is me being a boss. So when I fired that artist, you know, she had a bad attitude. She thought who she was and I've got a famous last name and all this other BS. That means absolutely nothing. You know, it's, it's how about you haven't been in the recording studio to, to work on your solo career for eight months. And I've been telling you I would take you in and pay for it. How about you went out to a boot camp for three months and you didn't write one song? How about we bought you a banjo and, and bought you banjo lessons and you never took but one lesson out of six? Like, are you here to work or are you here to get famous? Like, that's not the person I want to I deal with. Ironically, this person's making an album called Smoke and Mirrors. And I'm like, well, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> so, this, is, this is the woman that turned around so heinously. And, and and slandered me viciously on social media. Wow. Now, who was her audience? Like, a bunch of indie people, okay? Did it hurt? Yes. But not because of the things she was saying, mm-hmm. but the fact that she even thought it was okay to open her mouth and talk bad about me because mm-hmm. I know who I am. Right. I'm not going to defend. I never once publicly went out there. The only thing I defended was something she said fiscally, and we put her in her place. So how did I put her in her place? Well, I, I bought the record label of where she, the, the only job she had left in the industry. <laughs> oh, my God. She was officially put out of work. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, gosh, that's oh awesome. You're a boss. You are <laughs> a boss, lady. Wow. Right. That's awesome. And, 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 you know, so again, did I buy the record label to, to be a boss? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not to be vindictive right. because yeah. I let the former owner fire her. Because he felt the same way. She was slandering him, too. Wow. But it was more about, there's this opportunity that this man is putting in front of me because he believes in me. I'm either going to grab it and go for it, right. or I'm going to, like, you know, monkey down and go in the corner and cover myself with a blanket and wait till the, the, the storm passes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you know? And it's interesting because... You. While I was going through this for a couple months, it was a tough time. I'm human, you know? Mm-hmm. I was hurt by this person. She viciously went to four other former artists. Duh, world, they're former artists because they weren't making it. <laughs> they weren't up to par. That's why they're former artists. Sometimes when I tell the truth, people get mad at me. Right. Oh, well. It hurts. So, it hurts. Wow. <laughs> hate me now, love me later. There but, you, go. you know, it's. You have to take ownership. So I say to you, Rocky, as an artist, you have to do the same thing for yourself. You have got to take ownership of yourself. Be a boss girl all the time. There you, <laughs> you know, go. Own it. Own it. Own it. There you own go. it. Do you. Great. Do you 100%. Don't ever let anybody take that artistry from you. And if you're not going where you want to go, then make it happen. Don't wait on other people to do it for you. Just do it. You know, just do it. You are so talented. I'm so excited to, to be on your radio show today. How's that for a flip? Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, My fairy godmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's calling you. You're, you're her fairy godmother now, Jill, just so you know. <laughs> no, I mean it. Like, yeah. you're, you are kind. so sickly talented. I did Thank not you. expect that. You know, I remember standing there and going, oh, my 
God. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm like, this girl's got a Reese's screaming out of her. Like, like, <laughs> incredible, incredible, incredible. And so is your brother, by the way. Thank you. Give him a shout out. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Super Jill, cool. Give us the, but, the, the uh, link to your site um, that people can look you up and get a hold of you if you know, for artists that are interested in finding which out more about Which one? The My God. Well, which one do you want them <laughs> so, to get a hold of you? Oh, uh, let's Music? go ahead and just plug the new company. Okay. So, victorymusicbuzz.com. And then we do have the link up on our page as well. Yep. And, um, once- right. And I'm very approachable. If you're brave enough and you want to look me up on Facebook, you can hit me up with a message. Okay. And what do and they go they to? they can... Pardon me? What, what's the link for Facebook? What is it? Uh, well, Victory Music Buzz. Okay. And our okay. hashtag is Get Buzz. I know. I like <laughs> that. I love that. Isn't that great? Um, okay. You know fi- finally, because we have to wrap it up here. Um, we no are problem. going to uh, play. It's called Clear Country Sky, right? That's the name of the song? Yes. And this was the song that got me when my A&R guy sent it to me. I, was, I had another one of those <gasps> moments like, Really? Is this happening? Is this my life? Awesome. These guys are amazing. And they produce this song themselves, which is wow. super cool. So Fantastic. talented. And quickly, what uh, what three things would you tell an artist um, before they get in front of any label? What, what would you tell them? What advice? Um, be yourself. Be authentically who you are. Because if you go and trying to be pretend that you're bigger, better than you are, and you try to do that whole smoke and mirrors thing, you know, any audience that you put yourself in front of, we're smart. We're going to see through that BS. So just do you, be you, be, be yourself. If you're goofy, be goofy, you know, just mm-hmm. be authentically you because that's where people are going to be comfortable. Um, two, go and prepared. Um, if you don't, mm-hmm. if, if you have an accompanist, um, I guess it depends what genre, like in country music, it's kind of like if you got a guitar, you need to at least know how to play one song on it. So go and prepared um, in other genres, you know, just, just go in and be prepared, you know, sing your heart out. Um, the other part is, I think it's important in the industry right now is to, gosh, the heart, cause I have like two things that I wanted to say, but the, the third thing would be from, from a technical standpoint, I think it's very important to go into any meeting in the industry prepared with, you know, it's all about the song. So if you're not investing time in writing songs and creating, you better get busy and start mm-hmm. doing it. Because like in musical theater, they say you have to be a triple threat. You got to sing, act and dance. Well, in the music industry, you got to sing, um, play if you can. And you got to also write. You got to be a writer and you need to co-write with people. And that shows mm-hmm. that you know how to work with other people Great um, in, 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 a, in a professional environment. So work on your music, go in there prepared. Cause you just don't know what's going to happen. They may like, they'll turn around and be like, you got anything else? And you better be prepared to whip out a flash drive and, or a CD and hand it over for them to put in there. Cause if they like you, they're going to want to hear more. Great advice. Yeah, that is great. Great advice. advice. Thank you, Jill. Thank we, you, Jill. we do Thank have to so wrap much. it up Thank here. You. We're going to, uh, we, we have, a, have few, a few messages, a few messages real quick. You yep. want to go ahead and yep. And if you like our podcast, you guys can check out that moment when change is the only content, constant people in business must be built to adapt that moment is a new podcast about the pivot that changes everything moments that open doors for discovery and growth but also bring the looming possibility of failure here's people's stories of taking risk and finding success in business and in life in the new podcast that moment everywhere you find podcasts Um, and if you need great branding but you can't afford a designer you can be your own designer with maker join the over 1 million who discovered maker for creating unique and professional looking logos and branding materials at an affordable price try it out today friends of the podcast get a free logo with code nooner that's n-o-o-n-e-r just visit www.maker.co slash nooner to redeem your code that's m-a-k-r dot c-o slash nooner and enter code nooner at checkout and our show today is po- sponsored by Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drain, servicing the Metro Detroit Tri-County area. From leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs, Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. You can give them a call at 586-625-7800, or you can reach them at TomStewartPlumbing.com. And uh, Jill, when you come into Detroit, let, you know, let us know. Because uh, we'd love to have you in the studio, actually. Um, and if you, if Corey comes with you, we'd, we'd love to have both of you guys uh, join us in the studio. We can even pre-tape 
Uh, it doesn't have to be on a Wednesday at noon, but we'd love to have you guys right in the studio and do another show and get caught up with everything Thank you have you. going on, okay? Um, we, we one pre- of my- Go ahead. I was just going to say, one of my favorite things about being in this industry is being exposed to other women who are working just as hard as I am. So kudos to you, ladies, oh, for doing you. what you do. Thank you. So well, grateful. It, it was, I could sit and listen to you for several yeah. more hours. We could keep going. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Love your energy and your passion. And, so nice um, to meet you, Your positive energy. Yeah, your positive energy. Thank you, just, ladies. Um, look forward to seeing what happens with the company because I know it's just going to blow up. And um, we're, I'm excited to have you guys come to Detroit. And, and come into the studio and have fun because then we can have our sip on this too. Yay. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, we are going to close with the with the song uh, from your artist, the Brothers Footmen, and it's called Clear Country Sky. But before we do, and remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith. Happy Hump Day, everyone. Happy Hump, Happy hump Day. day. Happy hump Day. Yeah.